0: This is the Morning 5. I'm your host, Melissa Ware, owner and principal consultant of Public Square Strategies, giving you five minutes of news and scripture Mondays through Thursdays. Today is Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. Let's open with scripture. I'm going to read 1 John chapter 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light, in him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. May God bless the reading of his word. Good morning. I'm your host, Melissa Ware. If you're new to the Morning Five, welcome. Glad to have you join us today in scripture, prayer, and the news of the day. I'm filling in for Michael, your usual host for this week, and for longtime listeners, it's great to be with you again. So let's get to that news. Here's the latest on Israel and Gaza. President Biden announced last night that he will travel to Israel tomorrow to demonstrate the U.S.'s strong alliance and solidarity with Israel, while also serving as a message to Iran, Syria, and Hezbollah. Biden will also visit Jordan, where he plans to meet with Jordanian King Abdullah II, Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, and Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas to discuss the humanitarian crisis in Gaza. The U.S. and Israel have agreed to work on a plan to get aid to Gaza and set up safe zones, according to the State Department. Plus, in a Scoop for Axios, a bipartisan group of U.S. House members plans to urge Egypt to do more to protect Palestinian civ- civilians in Gaza. The safe zones, they wrote, should include, end quote, humanitarian access corridors for civilians seeking refuge from the fighting in the north of the Strip. Egypt is a major global player and a consistent security partner to the United States. We urge Egypt to recognize its humanitarian responsibility to protect innocent life, end quote. You'll also see New York Governor Kathy Holchel traveling to Israel today in, in a show of solidarity. New York hosts the largest Jewish population outside of Israel. She'll meet with diplomats and communities who are devastated by Hamas's attacks. Moving on. Do expect a speakership vote on the House floor today for Representative Jim Jordan. Jordan worked really hard over the weekend to help bring some GOP holdouts to his side. He began the weekend with over 50 no votes. He continues to face a small but staunch group of Republicans who say they will vote no, meaning there are still enough to keep him from winning the vote. House Republicans met for a conference meeting yesterday evening at which Jordan tried to respond to complaints in order to persuade members. Um, representative Ken Buck said, end quote, Jim, at some point, if he's going to lead this conference is going to have to be strong and say Donald Trump didn't win the 2020 election, end quote. Representatives Mario Diaz-Ballard and Mike and representative Mike Kelly said they plan to vote for representative Steve Scalise and representative Diaz-Ballard also revealed, uh, this about what may be going on behind closed doors, end quote, I'm a really nice guy. I try to get to yes. I will tell you, though, a little bit of advice. If anybody is trying to get my vote, the last thing you want to do is try to intimidate and pressure me, end quote. Representatives Mike Lawler and Representative Carlos uh, Jimenez said that they will vote for McCarthy, for um, former Speaker Kevin McCarthy. And then Representative Don Bacon said he is opposed to Jordan as well, but didn't say how he'd vote. And then Representative Lori Chavez de Remer said she is still listening to all sides to decide her vote. In any case, we'll see how the vote goes today. Finally, yesterday, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett spoke at a University of Minnesota law school event. Notably, she said it would be a good idea for the nation's highest court to adopt a formal code of conduct, but she said the nine justices already agree that they should hold themselves to the highest ethical standards possible. She also said that the justices already abide by statutes that apply to all judges by filing financial disclosure forms, and she said she still personally follows the formal canons of conduct that applied to her when she was an appeals court judge, which don't apply to the Supreme Court, and that her fellow justices do the same. On the Morning 5 over the past few months, we've covered how ethics issues have followed some justices, including Justices Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, and Sotomayor. Let's end it there for today and let's close as we always do with Dallas Willard's version of the Lord's Prayer. Dear Father, always near us, may your name be treasured and loved. May your rule be completed in us. May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad because you are the one in charge and you have all the power and the glory too is all yours forever, which is just the way we want it. Thank you for joining me today. As always, The Morning Five is brought to you by the That Sounds Fun Network and a partnership with the Center for Christianity and Public Life. I hope you have a wonderful day.